Hello everyone, and welcome back to Bebop Banter, the internet's premier and most desired 14th division of the Gotei 13. My name is Wes, and I'm joined here by my fellow Soul Reapers, Demetrius, Bon Kai, and Saeed. Abuelo. 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 Yo, since episode one, we're just going with the Abuelo. Um, <laughs> before we get started... If you guys probably could guess, just like we promised, because we are guys of our promise, this is going to be our Bleach spoiler-free-ish episode, so we are going to mention a little more specifics here, because it's not as uh, all-encompassing, or not all-encompassing, but it's not as uh, massive a universe to break down as Naruto, but we will have a spoiler episode. Uh, but before we get into that, you probably noticed there is no Funimation, Real Folk Blues, COVID-19 thing at the beginning of this episode because a lot of places are starting to open up right now, but that does not mean that you should go and act like some crackheads out there. <laughs> no, no, no. Be safe. everyone. Yup. Social Demetrius distance. Said it, be safe. Mm-hmm. Mask up when you're out in public. Wear the mask. Yeah, mask up. Be I was a superhero. Ooh, True. I was at uh, I was at Target and this one lady came in without a mask on. Literally everyone else had a mask on and she just started dancing at the self checkout lines. True what? story. It happened to me yesterday. Whoa. I was like, what is happening? Whoa. That no is idea odd. Because yeah, because a lot of places are enforcing uh, mask only stuff. So definitely, if you're in an area where it's mask only, wear your masks. Or if you're just out there in general, but you think that you you can't or you're not going to catch it think about maybe asymptomatic stuff do it for other mm-hmm. people if not for yourself that's all we're trying to say be safe out there coronavirus stuff aside the world is a crazy place right now and we're going to be re- hopefully reviewing in a satisfactory way this pretty crazy anime to bring you guys just a little slice of norm- normalcy a little slice of fun yeah it's uh it's called clorox oh sorry <laughs> yep. bleach bleach yep. Bleach can bleach. also this help with the, the Rona, man. Episode. Can also help with the Rona. <laughs> this is this is the Clorox episode. Um, <laughs> but again, thanks to everybody for listening to our Naruto episodes with the S at the end episodes. It went on a little longer than we thought, but it seems to have been received well, so we appreciate it. And I want to mention before we all hop into Bleach right here that again, it might sound like we are trashing Bleach right now. Or even when we get to the One Piece part, because we are going to be pretty critical of One Piece, despite that being our favorite of the three. It might sound like we're being over-harsh or overly harsh. Um, That's just the way it is. We're trying to be as fair as possible. We're not just going to be out here and say everything that you want to hear. We put some thought into this. We got some, hopefully, new analysis that you might not have thought of. But at the end of the day, Bleach is a great series. Um, there's a reason again it's a part of the big three so just keep that in your mind while we while we kind of break down the story building the character building and the world building just like we did with Naruto so you guys ready to hop in let's do it all right so quick about the series the series bleach was written by Tite Kubo and it follows Ichigo Kurosaki or Kurosaki Ichigo as he gains the power of, of the soul reaper discovers his past and has to carry out duties that come with kind of his new role in the world um again lots of self-discovery 
lots of discovering stuff about his family, lots of discovering stuff about duties all in this series. Lots of really cool fight action scenes because this is more so than One Piece and more so than Naruto, the kind of battle manga series of the big three. Pure battle manga. Um, it's not going to be the first time we bring this up. And we're not trying to use that as a negative against this series. So when we mention that, it's because that really differentiates itself from a series like One Piece, which super focuses on world building, and a series like Naruto, which focuses on kind of blending a world building and battle manga aesthetic and aspects. So if you think this is... Bleach is the extreme of battle manga, One Piece is kind of the extreme of world building, and Naruto is the in-between. So it's not a negative that it's a world uh, battle manga, just one of it. Um... Bleach ran from 2001 to 2016. The anime never got its last arc, which is the Thousand Year Blood War or Thousand Year Blood Wars arc, adapted until until now. Um, <laughs> until now, where they announced that it is in fact for what it was the the 20th anniversary of Bleach. They were like, okay, we're gonna get the we're gonna get the last arc finally animated. So that is coming. Um, but we will be discussing Thousand Year Blood War arc stuff more prominently in the spoiler episode. But also some of it in here. So just keep that in mind. And as of sale or for sales, as of 2018, Bleach has sold 120 million volumes. Um, might sound like a lot. But again, you have to think of it compared to the other two series in the big three. Again, Naruto sold 250 million. What was it, guys? The fourth best-selling manga? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to say. <clears throat> um, and then One Piece is just untouchable. It's, f as of 2018, 473 million. So, like, not a negative towards Bleach, but you have to know that it hasn't sold as much, and maybe we can get into some reasoning why it hasn't sold so much. Uh, just keep that bottle, the battle manga. I always keep keep wanting to say bottle manga. Bottle manga. Mm. <laughs> bottle manga. Bottle manga and battle manga. Bottle the manga but, juice. Um, manga, manga juice. Manga juice. <laughs> Yo. Yo. It just tastes like paper and ink. And sweat and um, tears. And rejection. Ooh. Shout out to all the mangaka out there. Because you guys are doing the Lord's work right now. But... Again, not a negative, just keep in mind, because it is a trend, that the lowest selling one of these series, of the big three, was the more purely battle manga, got it right that time, series. So I'm going to start, I mentioned at the beginning, I'm going to start with story building. Demetrius is going to get into some character building, and Saeed's going to get into some world building stuff. Then we're just going to kind of have a free for all. It's like we did with our spoiler free Naruto, but a little more specific. So I'm just gonna hop right in. Is that is that cool with you guys, or you got you got anything else to say real quick? Nah, do it. I'll nah, hop in pretty, eventually. Pretty good. All right. So again, feel free to feel free to comment on what I have to say. But from a story building standpoint, Naruto and One Piece, and this is the thing that immediately jumped out <coughs> to all three of us, I think, when we were talking about doing this episode and researching a bit. Naruto and One Piece really rely on the overall goals of their main protagonists when it comes to just building the story in general. Naruto wants to become Hokage. Luffy wants to become the King of the Pirate. Um, and 
it kind of shows how they let their actions influence others and how others can influence their actions. So what I mean by that is you look, Naruto wants to be the Hokage, uh, but people, he influences those around him. He's trying to get their admiration. He tries to get their trust. And eventually is a, there's that shift in Shippuden where now everyone has his backing. His goal is almost fulfilled, right? Luffy, especially in One Piece, is a protagonist that really thrives off of the interaction with the people around him right getting new crew members helping new people out on every island um everything kind of stems from their main goal and almost feels natural right naruto you have to go on these missions you have to beat these people you have to gain the trust of these people to become the hokage the village leader one piece you want to become the king of the pirates by finding this treasure so you hop from island to island to island helping people out gaining people's trusts gaining the admiration of people building a bigger bounty up getting new crew members to eventually become the king of the pirates right yeah now it's bleach bleach, what (laughs) oh (laughs) bleach is unique in that and again it's kind of a trope of battle manga um not a bad thing it's just it just is what it is characters yeah the, the characters don't really have any ambition from the outset and really they don't gain any long-term goal that the series ultimately builds to so if you think about it ichigo in the beginning of bleach very first episode he knows he has these powers to see spirits he helps them pass on to the next life right and eventually he meets rukia stuff goes down to fight a hollow rukia gets beat Ichigo gets stabbed, gains Soul Reaper powers, and has now been thrust into this role, right? So instead of him from the outset going like, I want to be the captain commander of the Gote 13, right? He's more just, okay, here's what I am now. Like, here's what just happened to me. How am I going to live with this? Hey, um, I'm here. This what major do I do? life event. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. What do I do? So there really isn't any real overarching story in bleach if you really think about it i, I would uh, later say later on they might try i, I would say overarching oh, motivations yeah motivation that's a that's a good way to put it i guess um, his motivations or goals would be to protect the people he loves which is also like a common shonen trope yeah within and all yeah, the and i think three. exactly and i think that's one that's like his main thing even though that's already a pretty standard thing in pretty much all shonen or battle yeah. mm-hmm. and i think that's when and i think that's when ichigo oh, is ahead, kind of his best but we'll, we'll kind of get into that yep. a little later yeah and i think that actually goes perfectly into what bleach does instead of having a main goal which is you really have almost purely arc by arc villain ambitions right yes a couple of the arcs they they all try to naturally blend into each other right um, and these are some light spoilers that you would get, but like Ichigo getting his Soul Reaper powers, Ichigo going to Soul Society, Ichigo fighting these advanced hollows that have come as a result of something in Soul Society, Ichigo meeting up with people who can try to help him get powers, right? Uh, and then Ichigo getting thrust into this big conflict. But really, it's not something that he was building towards, uh, which creates a more reactive cast than naruto or one piece in naruto and one piece you have a series story-wise that writes characters that are going out to do things that they feel they need to do luffy and crew are always seeking out adventure 
in a way Naruto and crew are seeking out to better themselves in Bleach a way is in a way yeah no um, no no I was saying Bleach is that more I was going to say oh, go that ahead. Bleach is like you said the characters aren't really going towards something it just happens to them whereas mm-hmm. other shows more specifically like One Piece or Naruto that we're looking at they have a goal that they're working towards and they have villains that become roadblocks or obstructions in their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the villains in Bleach really are the ultimate goals, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the early the early onset of Bleach, Ichigo getting his powers and then having to react against Hollows that are assaulting his city and then other people that are fighting within his city. Um, the Soul Society arc is Ichigo reacting to something that happens. The kind of Arankar arc is Ichigo reacting to something that happens, where it's not like Ichigo rescuing Rukia in the Soul Society arc or defeating the ultimate villain of the Arankar arc. Because while we are going to be a little bit on the spoilers here, we're not gonna we're not gonna reveal that one because that was a really cool twist that the story did. Um, so this is one of the moments where we have to say, if you've seen Bleach, you know the villain we're talking about and you know the twist. But for people that haven't seen Bleach. There is a very cool story moment that goes on. Um, but Probably the best Ichigo's, part of Bleach, in my opinion. Oh, 100%, hands down. Um, but from just a story standpoint, I think, you guys, it almost sounds like beating a dead horse, but the the main goal, there is no main goal other than to beat the villain. Whereas, beat the like villain, protect, said, protect the town, protect soul society, whatnot, that, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where... That's where I think, um, again, you can say this about any real bottle battle manga. I did it again, yo. I <laughs> guess it's kind of like Western superhero comics in a way, where the the heroes are more reactive. They don't go out necessarily on like missions to better themselves for the most part. Like Superman just yeah, chills out I... until somebody attacks them, and then he does this thing or whatnot, that type type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I mean, it's dipping a little into the world building, but I think that's a byproduct of Bleach, if you think about it, is the only one of the big three that has two separate worlds, right? In One Piece, pirate culture and all that is ingrained into the world. In Naruto, ninja culture and all that is ingrained into the world. In Bleach, it really takes place in what is modern day society with a, a separate world, right? That mm-hmm. is threatening yeah. the modern society. But that's that's world building stuff, but it it kind of plays into why they're more reactionary because like Saeed said, that's that's a good point. Um, these characters really are just, and if you've seen the end of Bleach, you would know, they really just live their life out. That is the ultimate story. They live mm-hmm. their life out and do what they need to do to ensure that they can continue living their life out. And again, you can say that against any like OG battle manga, right? And that like, might be that might Dragon be Ball, why Dragon Ball Z. It's like more popular in the West, if it has, like yeah. Said said, if it's more based around, like the villain doing something and the hero to protect. That might be why in the West, Bleach did better than it did in Japan. It's it's mm-hmm. I, in my opinion, for what I saw, is like it's pretty out of the three. It's the easiest to follow. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, a hundred percent. You don't need to because waste too much brain power on the bleach. lore or yeah predicting. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like very cool visuals, very flashy moves, very like well done fights. Uh, but when you boil down again, not a negative. That's what Bleach's goal is, right? It's to present a story that leads into a cool final battle. And then, yeah, it blends into maybe another story arc, right? There, there does feel to be some sort of progression in Bleach that you can follow and argue that there is a, there's a solid byline of where he wanted the series to go. But compared to the other two, which Naruto and One Piece, which really kind of started heralding these expanded universe um feels within a single series right that is that's potentially why it just didn't do as well right it, it, it's a more antiquated um model from a story standpoint it's the more tried and true rather than the more cutting edge which a lot of people again a lot of people like um but my last my last point on story building and i think it goes pretty well into Demetrius's character building section um, is the fact that what what's the phrase we used for this villain based um, it's it's a villain based story every arc pretty much like we've all said leads up to a villain and every power up that the main cast eventually gets save for the stuff that is acquired early on in bleach is tailored to directly counter whatever villain that they're using or they're fighting and then not really be relevant against the next one so if you look at ichigo's powers we'll get into it in the spoiler section but he goes like soul reaper to a certain power to a certain power to a certain power and each one doesn't really feel like a natural progression because it's inherently linked to the villain that he's fighting it's either linked to what the villain he's fighting is or it's linked to counter the villain that he's fighting um again a more reactive form of storytelling a more tried and true form of storytelling um but why it maybe didn't do as well so with that and the mindset that this is a villain based battle manga i'm going to pass the torch off to demetrius to talk about some character building okay so when you look purely at the characters of bleach there's one thing that stands out they almost all look very cool i will give that to bleach (laughs) they are visually striking most of the characters are very easy to tell apart um they have their own unique styles even if they all wear the same soul reaper garb they all have their own feels and quirks and and the way they interact with the world is usually very interesting Uh, especially when you get into characters like mayuri even though he's kind of a freak um ichigo in comparison in my opinion in comparison that these characters that he's surrounded by like the uh, Kenpachi Zarakis, the Ikakus, the Chad who sang Abuelo. <laughs> Ichigo is kind of bland. He's just a little, he's a little bland. Um, and it seems like Tite Kubo wasn't really 
planning for it to be that way in the first episode and introductions of Bleach. Ichigo has a gift. I'll just call it a gift. And he's, uh, I'm trying to find the right words to say it. He's, it sounds like he has something like a bigger goal. Uh, but as we mentioned before and Wes mentioned, he's not really going after anything in particular other than occasionally and sometimes it's brought to the forefront that he wants to protect his family and loved ones. Um, and you just keeping in mind with the villain driven system, it's it's reactive. Ichigo isn't trying to get stronger to protect his loved ones at all times. He's only getting stronger when his powers aren't enough. That is not to say this is the only series that does this, but it is something that is very pronounced in Bleach, um, when Ichigo will defeat certain villains and then the beginning of the next arc, he'll literally get his tail kicked. Most of the, most of that is to try to establish an underdog character. So we're looking at Ichigo and his crew without sharing any names, because this is the spoiler version. Ichigo and his crew to level up, uh, be underdogs that have to defeat a, a huge task or big villain or force, but none of them are, are training to, to be something bigger or have a, an inherent goal. It just happens. Like, jeez, uh, how do I say that without spoiling it? They're basically just like protectors. Yeah, just protectors. Which again isn't a bad thing. It's just a note. It's yeah, it an just observation. is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. So each go And I think that's I think that's because too, again, like a lot of what is established in the series comes from the villains. So there's but, no like there's no real way for him to better himself without that. But also, wall to climb. I just thought about this. Um, if you think about it, compared to One Piece and Naruto, Bleach, before we get introduced to Soul Society in Hueco and stuff like that, uh, they're in the real world. Whereas One Piece and Naruto are fictional worlds where magical elements are rampant and known to everybody. So yeah, that's if you that's look what at saying, it, the modern. The modern versus soul society thing is kind of yeah. part of the reason they're reactive. Yeah, if you look at it that way, there if a real human being in this world's ambitions were to suddenly flip towards like something I guess invisible that they never saw before, like soul society, it kinda wouldn't make sense. So now that I think about it, it kinda makes sense why their ambitions aren't as great as characters in naruto or one piece if that makes sense no it does it's, yeah, it's kind of like just, the setting it, so you're, yeah. because of the setting just, is real world you have characters mm-hmm. that are almost more realistic based right they just want to live a good life a happy life and stuff like yeah. that and and i think yeah and i think that's why just again it going back to the initial sale numbers and the reception of bleach both in japan and in the west that's just why it didn't do as well 
because the baseline setting just wasn't as exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And compare, uh, comparing even when you to, get like, to a s- fantastical world, it's, it's a little boring. And, and, and also, when you if get you get to Soul Society, it's just like a normal, kind of a normal place where people, Soul Reapers, live out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what is a Soul Reaper? But let's not get started on Ooh. that here. How do Soul Reapers have kids? Yo, hold on, mm. hold on. Let's keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also going to say, you can kind of, uh, if any of our listeners have seen Yu Yu Hakusho, it's kind of, it's kind of similar if you think about it, how it's real, real world base at first, you get introduced to a whole gambit of, how do you say it, spiritual stuff or whatever. Yeah, no, I But I in that you. series, it was explored a little bit more in-depth, I would argue. Yeah. More depth to the characters yeah. and stuff in that series, comparatively to Bleach. Yeah, it was a lot more. I'm hit. just going to say this. In my opinion, Bleach is a really watered-down Yu Yu Hakusho. Hot take. It's easily digestible Yu Yu Hakusho. In my eyes. Because the concepts at the beginning are very, very similar. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I would say. And again, try, it's the tried and true, right? Right. It's kind of like how we joked about One Piece, or not One Piece, Naruto taking a lot of inspiration from Hunter Hunter. Yo, people ripping Togashi off. Bleach kind of took some, at least at face value, like that, that Yu Yu Hakusho setting. Yeah, apparently Yu Yu Hakusho, Yu Yu Hakusho and Taide Kubu himself said for, uh, one of his bigger influences was uh, Saint Seiya. Oh, dude, I oh. do. That's, a, that's another time. Go on Netflix, everybody. I'm, I'm taking the hard left when we're supposed to be taking the right right now. Go on Netflix and watch the OG Saint Seiya. That first, the theme song, the first one, Pegasus Fantasy, slaps. Saint Seiya is sick. Don't watch the Netflix remake because <laughs> as much as I'm all for inclusion, th- these guys know I kind of ranted about it a little bit in a side chat we had. As much as I'm all about inclusion... The remake for Saint Seiya, the all-CG one, looks cool for all-CG. Changes one of the main characters from a guy to a girl, which gets rid of this whole underlying plotline and invalidates a good chunk of the lore. And don't watch that one. Watch the OG Saint Seiya. It's dope. Pegasus Fantasy is dope. We're going we're gonna to go back on track now. But I had to advocate for, had to advocate for that. People in the West might know it as Knights of the Zodiac. And fun fact... Bowling for Soup's cover of I Ran So Far Away by Flock of Seagulls was the opening for the English version. Were there 13 uh, people in Saint Seiya? Uh, yeah. Mm. Okay, then that kind of links to what I was thinking. Mm. The Gotei 13. The Gotei 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But watch Saint Seiya. That's I it. Think I'll, I'll turn it back over to you. I gotta go for my, my boy. If I'm not sure if this is true, but I, I've heard that 13 is actually a lucky number in Japan. I think four is a unlucky number. Four is bad. Four is bad. Yeah, four, four is, is bad. Mista number. said so. Yeah. Oh, Mista. But anyway, with his sex pistols. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part five is sick. And the other cool Demetrius. thing, the other cool thing about Bleach is how, and this might be dabbling a little bit on the world building, is how Kubo kind of incorporates like different cultures and languages, and there's a lot of. There's a lot of Spanish, uh, some oh, yeah, German. Abuelo. Uh, abuelo. Um, abuelo. Of course, there's Japanese, but there's a huge amount of like Spanish 
uh, references and pieces in the world and in the characters. Abuelo. It would have been kind of interesting if it was Italian. It would have been like the Axis powers in World War <laughs> yeah. Um The music, too. The Spanish music. Oh, oh my yeah. God. The guitars. Fantastic. Bleach has some fire OSTs. Ooh. Yeah, it has some yeah. good music. Like, some definitely stands out. Again. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing, last thing I want to say about characters is the power scaling. It's a little wonky. There's, in one case, so in the Soul Society arc, without going too in-depth, Ichigo gains quite a few powers and fights some big names, beats some of these people, and then, of course, now you know these characters. So fast forward to the next arc, and these same characters that were defeated suddenly have new powers or powers that would have been very convenient to use against Ichigo. So there's like some inconsistencies in terms of strength, mm-hmm. whereas if those characters were introduced in a better way or later, they could have been used to a better degree, if that makes sense. I'm trying to be vague, and- but not say names at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it goes, again, just kind of to the old school, like, when you think battle manga, at least for me, I think Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah. Right. And one of the tropes that that kind of had was, like, characters off screen doing a lot of training and then coming back with new moves, which you don't see as much anymore today. Like, even in Demon Slayer, which is the huge one, people called it out, like, how did this person suddenly get this power-up? Why didn't we see them training for this power-up? Um and it make it would make sense in Bleach, right? Because like I said, and like Saeed said, and like Dimitri said, it takes place in the real world, and all these other characters are occupying this Soul Society area. Um, so of course they're training because they have a goal, but from a story and character standpoint, that naturally makes it fall back into that older battle manga style, where it's like you just have to accept that they were off doing their own thing that you will never see but that impacted how much stronger they got mm-hmm. 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 I, it's 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 i don't want to say a, a negative of storytelling but it's more of an antiquated way of storytelling even dragon ball z except for in like if you look at the latest season super except for golden frieza training for however long to four months frieza, four like they, months like they tried to four months they tried to make a point in showing at least some characters doing some sort of training to get powers now they it was a lot of like oh yeah they still did like you just got to believe they trained for however many months or however many years or whatever but they did try to show at least people getting powers to move away from that but bleach is still like that tried and true ichigo beat like captain x earlier Yo, but then captain I x comes back later to I save his butt. i almost just said it look all i'm gonna say is that certain characters when they do get power-ups it feels cheated but when some others yeah. do it, it actually feels valid. So there's just there's a little inconsistency there that makes it weird. Um, like I'm gonna say a couple names. So like Ikaku, uh, yep. Kenpachi, Hitsugaya. Some of these characters 
have valid power-ups that are welcomed and loved by the fan base, and then others are kind of just like, what? Okay, I, I guess we're going to... trash, but I'll talk about that in the spoiler. <laughs> I guess we'll just skim over that. Dog. But, you know, Golden Frieza... Especially like... Golden Frieza just listened Golden to RTJ Stay Gold, and that's how he got his power-up. That's what happened. <laughs> Yo, he, he did the... He did the real quick. He listened to that and did the Saitama workout from One Punch Man. Yep. For three months. Boom. <laughs> and rolled up. G O L D. Yep. But, <clears throat> but overall, that's pretty much all that I have to say about the characters. They're still reactionary to the villains, so they don't have very well defined motivations, but I can guarantee you they all look cool and have some pretty neat powers. You know, thinking about it real quick, like, Ichigo aside, even though it's not, like, super hammered on, and it goes into the reactionary thing, like, the goal of all the other characters is just beat all the hollows. So if you look at it that way, right, like, all the Soul Reapers, you know just instinctively, like, their job is to beat hollows, so their goal consistently every season is going to be beat the bad guy. Yeah, that's just which their is that job. It, that's, that's like, in their job description. That's that's why they're yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> must beat hollows. That's they can't they do much the more. They, they don't have ambitions. They the their whole job is to protect, so they don't have any outstanding ambitions outside of that, just on... Unless it's to like uphold justice and whatnot. Said, you better talk yeah, their about their ambition is to get to the job. You better talk about the Said, the Said Society, the Soul Society, and how the has Said Society? Whoa, that looks has like. the uh, has that weird, weird thing where there's like, oh yeah, there's the Gote Thirteen, but then there's also like a town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll it's, get them. It's weird. Yeah, I'll just start. Do we want to just toss it to Said. Yeah, toss yeah, it to yeah, Said. Yeah, yeah. So take my power. <laughs> the world building in Bleach, it's not it's really really simple comparatively to Naruto and One Piece, which isn't necessarily a negative thing. It just is what it is. So there's three main locations in Bleach, only three. Karakura Town, which is the real world, Soul Society, and Hueco Mundo. That's it pro- mainly, right guys? Abuelo. <laughs> yeah, that is Abuelo. That is it. Yeah, that, even that's literally it. Even the even though there's a real world element, that real world element is like s- segregated on to one specific town in Japan, I'm assuming. Yeah, it is Japan. Yeah. Yeah. And in that town it's mainly humans and then there's hollows that get infested and whatnot, blah blah blah. And then eventually story elements come and we get pushed to Soul Society where we get introduced to the Shinigami and the Gotie 13, which are like the head officers that pretty much try to protect the human world and also, I guess, the spiritual world from hollows and whatnot. Then events happen and then we get introduced to Hueco Mundo, which is where the hollows come from. And then there's also the Iran car in there Yo, where which is they're made sand. from hollows. Yeah. Just white sand. Yeah, can can we talk yeah. about how easy it was for this man to actually draw the manga during the Arankar arc? Because all it was was just the oh, characters. Yeah. yeah. The characters in a black sky. That's yeah, it's it pretty simple. Cool. Yeah, that's another thing about the world building in Bleach. It's uh, it's not too detailed. <laughs> like, physically. It re- like the actual it world really itself go... isn't that detailed. It's mainly just towns From and stuff, manga. like Demetrius was saying. Karakura Town's a town. Soul Society... 
has a goatee 13, but there's also a town with apparently... I don't know if there are people living in there or are they Shinigami or I people think living like in there? Passed on souls, like good souls, I guess. Yeah, oh, but they're okay. poor. Having kids? How do they have kids? Yeah, it's yeah. And weird. then Huecamundo is just like a big desert with one specific yeah. or a couple of structures in it with giant pillars in the sand. Yeah, and that pretty much is it for Bleach's world building. It's really simple compared to everything else. But like also what Wes was saying, Wes and Dimitri were saying before, because it's mainly like a villain and antagonist push for the series, the way we get introduced to each location is because of some sort of antagonistic force that pushes the protagonist Ichigo to go to those locations. Other than that, we don't see the world if it's not through Ichigo's eyes. Unlike other series where stuff happens outside of the main group's power, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That could have drastically yeah. changed the way, like, Waco Mundo was introduced. Right. <clears throat> Most definitely. Um, I guess, I guess, though, from a simplicity standpoint, again, battle manga... You want the focus to be on the action, mm-hmm. and you want it to be easily digestible action. So by not really putting a lot of detail, like actual physical drawing detail, like when you open up a Bleach volume in the Arankar arc, and it's literally just white pages with characters. But you can bet it. that cover like looks are... cool. Oh man, the covers looked so good. Oh man, they were just whoa! They were just white covers with characters on them too. Right? Yep, they yeah. all it was like pure simplicity. They all their color good. really nice too. Mm-hmm. Like it's that focus on the actions that are going on in the series, um, really more so than any of the other manga series. Like, look at there were some chapters I read it week to week, and there are chapters where you like open it up and there are almost no words. There's some police chapters you can finish in like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. You go from panel to panel. Nice panel flow. Yeah, good way to see the action. The paneling was really cinematic for Bleach, which I appreciated the artistic flair to that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It has, and I mean, since we're talking about the art and stuff, some of the fights, just in general, have some of the best, like, I guess, sword action that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, choreography. Yeah, yeah. the choreography. Mm -hmm. The music, too, helps a lot for the series. Just the production of Bleach the series more than the others like more than naruto more than one piece uh at least initially because the one piece anime right now is awesome and naruto really had some great moments in the anime but like at least from the beginning you watched bleach and i think i mentioned it in the overview big three thing you kind of stuck your nose up and you were like yo i am the mature adult watching this one right yeah it was like it doesn't feel kitty like around the time all of them like, when Bleach started airing, the other two were airing. Out of the three, Bleach's animation was the cleanest. From oh, what yeah. I remember. 100%. It was the... I, and I guess this goes into world building. Like, it was the series that... If you were reading manga, but you were reading Bleach, that's, like, the one that you're pointing to in that era. And you're like, look at this isn't for kids, right? Like, there was no sexy jutsu from Naruto. There was no, like, Luffy doing crackhead stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was more... I guess it was 
more serious compared yeah. to the other two. That can also be because the serious. protagonist was more serious in a way. Yeah, he's there was comedic relief characters sprinkled throughout, but stories mainly the whole purpose of a main protagonist is you see it through mainly through their eyes for the most part for the majority of the series and since Ichigo's the protagonist and his character is in such a way where he's quote unquote bland it comes off that way sometimes he's like a sponge he's like, serious yeah. he's like a mirror that we he's just he's like a character the type of character where we we're just supposed to be in his POV you can project yourself pretty easily yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, I was about to be like, because I'm about to watch me tie hentai into Bleach right now. What? Check this out. Check this Wait, out. what? What'd you say? So, I was, uh, yo, hear me out, hear me out. So I think it was Crunchyroll that did this. It was someone on YouTube. It was like Crunchyroll or it was one of the anime YouTubers that I follow. And it was kind of like a joke video, but they were like, in hentai, the male characters are always super bland. Oh, true. Like, no memorable features, basic anime character, because then the reader can project themselves onto that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can never see and the what eyes. what Saeed was just talking about, yup, that's why you never see the eyes. And what Saeed was talking about with Bleach, not that I read hentai or anything, mm. but what Saeed was, Saeed was talking about with Bleach, like, if you think, and going back to Demetrius' character thing, if you look at Bleach as, or Ichigo as kind of this, like, I don't want to say ambitionless, but this blank canvas that reacts and acts only in accordance to outside forces upon him, it's easier for the reader, again, like Saeed was saying, to put himself in those shoes, right? Yeah. Ichigo's I like, like he's that more about serious. Ichigo, to be honest. Yeah, he's, to be he's honest, more serious. I like that. Like, out of the three protagonists, the one I can relate to the most was Ichigo. Because I feel like his mindset was kind of more realistic in a way. Where it was... I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. At the time where I was reading it, I guess I vibed with Ichigo in a, in a weird way. But, like, I look... Like, I like protagonists that I could look up to. Which is why I prefer, like, the Luffy's and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. But, again, maybe that's why Bleach just didn't do as well, though, right? Because it is trying to portray, like, what happens when crazy stuff interacts with and affects a more realistic person in a more realistic setting with realistic mindsets and realistic ambitions, mm-hmm. right? And people don't necessarily read manga or watch anime for realism, despite us in the Naruto thing being like, oh, why does Sakura At least shown in battle manga tried to for kill realism. Her? Yeah. 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 Um, Not all manga, because there's a so, lot of realistic manga out there, or anime and manga. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. I, you got, you got a, you got a good point. Shonen battle manga. Um, it's just like there's a there's a fine line with the amount of realism you want in your shonen series, your shonen battle series, mm-hmm. right? To where like, my hero is kind of like that, where it's like real worldy with mixed with. The superhero element and whatnot. Like I said before, Yu Yu Hakusho was kind of like that, where they were able to crank it up enough where people were a, a lot more interested comparatively to Bleach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, did would it be wrong to say that more of Yu Yu Hakusho took place outside of the real world than Bleach? 
more of Yu Yu Hakusho. Or more. I'd have to do the calculation. Or or more more subs. It felt like more substantial things happened in the real world. In the real world, right? There's there's a little bit of both because in Yu Yu Hakusho you have things that happen outside of the real world. And then you have things that happen in the real world, but they both felt like they both had their weight to them. Like when it was in the human world, yeah. it's like, oh no, the danger is so much closer to the main characters and the ones they care about. And then when it's yeah, outside yeah, yeah. of the human world, it just felt like it can almost like spill over into the human world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Actually, like backing up on my statement a little bit, I guess more like because Demetrius saying that kind of clarified in my mind the way I wanted um, the way I wanted this to to be uh, initially when I was trying to voice this opinion um, and it is that weight aspect of it like bleach what happens in Karakura town that is ever important to you right I'm not gonna say like outside. I'm not gonna one say of a couple. Yeah. I'm not gonna outside say of a who. couple things and a certain arc, right? Like, yeah. I feel like Yu Yu Hakusho had a better again relating it back because they're kind of similar premises. Sense of danger, I guess. Balance. Yeah, a yeah. Be- bigger sense of danger in Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, than Bleach. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I again, forgot no, to I... even mention. There's this thing called the Soul King that's also in Soul Society. Well, Yo, we'll get into do? that. Yeah, we'll get into <laughs> our our problems with that in the spoiler episode. Because there's a big running trend here, where the last arc, One Piece, we don't know because it's not even it's not close to being done yet. But the last arc somehow manages to like really bring down these series. Like they don't know how they want it to end, and that was the Ninja War with Naruto and. Oh man, Saeed, you and I talked about it so much. The Thousand Year Blood War arc of Bleach starts off. So it starts cool. off almost the best Bleach has ever been, and then mm-hmm. takes a nosedive. Not a nosedive. Yep, it, it's more. It's uh, it not a nosedive lost. completely. It just yeah. It has its ups and downs, and then at, by the very end, it it kind of gets murky. Man. The thing about Bleach is that's different than Naruto. There was a lot of things set up that the payoffs were not there. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll talk about that in the spoiler episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to, just to be a little more specific on that, like there are a lot of techniques that have certain risks that end up maybe not being an actual risk. There are a lot of characters that are hinted at carrying over from arc to arc in Bleach, um, whose arrival feels kind of hollow. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And they end up not doing anything. There, There's... This is kind of spoiler-free, but also kind of spoilery, and it's really just my personal opinion. Early on in Bleach, they set up Urahara, my favorite character, uh, to have this really, really cool Bankai, which is like the ultimate technique. And it's stuff like that where in Bleach where they hint at it and they build stuff up because there's more than just Urahara's Bankai that that is treated this way as being something so cool, so overwhelmingly powerful. And by the time it's revealed, you're just kind of like, eh. Like it feels, again, more reactionary, uh, more reactive towards what's going on. Um, 
It was just a just trouble with payoffs. This episode's we're about Balkai, we're talking about the anime and that. the manga, right? The series in general, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Okay, the series, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Because the uh, for the people listening, the the uh, anime stops at the uh, what is that? The, the Fullbring arc. Fullbringer, which Full is the one hundred percent bootleg version of Chapter Black from Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> yeah, yep. I have to agree with you there. At at least from the basic premise standpoint of the power like main character has to yeah yeah um they try to do a little they try to do some weird twists type of stuff it was Bleach. animated beautifully though that arc yeah oh yeah it all looks again good. so cool all looks good so cool bleach is that it's just the cool series like if you put oh we bleach, didn't even Naruto mention one piece next to each other they're called visards right Visors. Yeah, the visors. The visors, right, right. There's a lot of different mm-hmm. little factions in Bleach. But are pretty cool. If you think about it again, the factions all stem from whatever the villain right, has, right, right? The villain's right. motivations. Right. We don't know about like, them Bleach at all until holy. the villain shows up and then the whole thing develops from there. Yeah, the Bleach storytelling series or like storytelling arc, the the techniques that you can trace almost to every single arc is Outside, assuming that Ichigo already has his powers, he does a few fights. Then, the the kind of wall standing tall shows up. The 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 final boss he has to beat, and whoops him. And then he has to go train with Faction X to master a certain power that they can impart upon him, being Bankai, being some sort of visored power, being some sort of Fullbring power, being some sort of a redacted power from the last arc um and then he has to once he masters that he shows up to wherever that main boss is soul society huacomundo karakura town soul society wherever you want to go um fights a couple more fights maybe sometimes gets beaten a lot by the same guy a couple times. I don't know. I'm not gonna say it. I think Demetrius has a little say something it. to say about. I'll wait in the spoiler section, but has it so masters his power has a few fights, gets to the final boss, beats the final boss. They do something very baseline that sets up a evolution into the next arc, um, to to kind of transition over to whatever the next arc is going to be, um, and then we'll rinse and repeat. That is that's Bleach storytelling arc. Not terrible. A lot of manga, a lot of successful manga follow that style, right? Again, look at battle series. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z pretty much. They does all that. antagonist. Yeah, come. Dragon Ball Super did yeah. that. Dragon Dragon Ball Z pretty much did that. Like, yeah. Even going back to the Big Daddy Dragon Ball, the best one out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though that had a little that yeah, that kind of an adventure aspect in. to it. Yeah. Um. It's it's just the battle manga section, the battle manga way of life, and that is what kind of drops it down a couple of pegs when compared to the other series. If you could you could tell like the history of battle manga kind of shifted. They added more slice of life elements to battle manga recently, yeah. at least with my hero and stuff like that. I mean, look at the yeah, look at the new big shonen series like Black Clover. And My Hero, I'd say, are probably the two big pure battle manga um, or evolutions of battle manga that you have going on. Both have a lot of slice of life. Uh, Shonen Jump just introduced, what, Bone Collector? 
mm-hmm. on the Shonen Jump app for manga. Battle manga that's very slice of lifey, right? Like it's it's like once the big three came out and you had kind of two on the cutting edge of storytelling and one that was the relic of the prior generation artists started to realize that a pure battle manga a la bleach a la dragon ball like really well dragon ball had a lot of comedy in it too but the pure like action focused stuff wasn't going to carry a series anymore to the heights of success that a lot of mangaka want would, would that be fair to say yeah I'd also mention, now that I think about it, Bleach was kind of one-toned in a way, if you think about it. Like, uh, action-heavy. Like, the emotional yeah. aspects of Bleach weren't really there for me. I can't really think of a too emotional part in Bleach. It's mainly, it's pretty straightforward. I'd say the emotions you get out of Bleach are just those, like, more so than the others too. You just get that pure shonen like that the shonen hero hype. Has yeah, yeah, the hype stuff. Yeah, like let's go. But like emotional investment in characters, I feel like is heavily lacking in Bleach compared to Naruto and One Piece. And that's because like me personally, so I didn't really care about a lot of the characters. I just thought they were cool. Like character wise, Demetrius, would you even say that there was any evolution of characters? Evolution. Oh, what do you mean evolution? Like, there's a couple. There did, are some characters like, that got good development and stuff. Like uh, at, at least in the main cast. Like, did Ichigo ever really change? Now that I'm thinking about uh, it, it's hard for me to answer that without doing a like super deep dive into his character. Yeah, I don't. He had subtle changes, but that the one thing like, about Bleach that feels odd to me is. Honestly, the main relationship feels a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the other thing at the ending, like the the pairings and stuff that happened cuz you know, this is a shonen manga. There has to be especially at the end, people got to get married, right? Not saying who's marrying who, but um there wasn't really any setup. I know we kind of like clowned on naruto just a little bit towards the end for not really setting up certain relationships or making relationships not seem like they had some sort of growth leading up to that relationship being established but bleach at the end is kind of like in the beginning characters are like oh yeah i have a crush on this guy i have a crush on this girl whatever and then they don't really touch on it again and then at the very end it's like oh yeah they got married and had kid surprise yeah. How do Soul Reapers have kids, bro? <laughs> There's a lot of confusing How? aspects of Bleach that that, that that kind of thing. I never really fully understood. How do Soul Reapers die? Yeah, because yeah, they're just spirits, right? Because the whole... I think I don't really think we touched upon this either too much. Like, they try to establish this whole... Um, again, similar to the other series, they try to establish a structure... So the Gote 13 um, and lore behind what they do with what was the tunnel they had to travel through to like get to the Soul Society from the real world. You know what I'm talking about? I do not. I completely forgot. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I don't know what it's called. 
Snake way, to, like, I don't send know. Send the souls through there, Snake way, bro. <laughs> but like they they establish this whole system of like the Gote Thirteen are soul reapers that help spirits pass on and destroy hollows. This is how hollows are made. This is what a hollow is. And very very quickly, the power curve gets to a point where they are like there was that one substitute soul reaper that kind of becomes the Karakura Town protector, the dude with the afro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> afro. You know, I never really <laughs> understood was why were, why, why did everyone need to be so powerful before like these big threats came about? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Pretty much seemed like, like they're dealing with some not too tough hollows, kind of brainless in a way, little simpleton creatures or whatever. Yeah, it just seems like there's, there's opportunity to explain just yeah. a little bit. Right, right. Yeah, because it's kind of like stuff out of stuff just out of nowhere, or like it's it's very coincidental that at the same time that Ichigo becomes a Soul Reaper, all of these machin or like all these crazy schemes and machinations that people are having are now going into full effect. Um, which is kind of cool, though. Which there's yeah, there's always there's always that sort of aspect to the series, right? I feel like they could expand it on the a, human world, like. You have all these Soul Reapers or Shinigami or whatever. And the main focus of protection was Karakura Town. Could have explored other areas of the world. Could have incorporated that type of thing. Like we were talking about the whole Spanish influence and the German influence. It would have been kind of cool if we saw if those countries or regions were affected by what was going on in the spiritual world of Bleach. Yo, and that's perfect. That's a perfect transition. Saeed, because Tite Kubo put out a one-shot of a series a while ago called Burn the Witch. Actually, like, a decent one-shot. Um, spoiler alert for Burn the Witch. At the end, it's it's about these witches that coincide with dragons. Um, again, real world, and then they go down this elevator thing into this, like, mystical world. Uh, they coincide with quote-unquote dragons, but they have to fight evil dragons that sometimes get into the real world and cause havoc. And at the very end, the sign that was broken in the building that all the main characters go to is fixed, and it says Soul Society West. So what were they doing when all this crazy stuff was happening? <laughs> right? So it's it's just one of those things where the universe is definitely, like, there, and it's definitely... He's trying to expand upon it, but during the run of Bleach... He did not expand upon it. But yeah, with with all of that, like talking about expanding on the world with Burn the Witch and just everything we talked about with Bleach, do you guys have any any closing thoughts from this hour of breaking down Bleach? That's going to be the podcast title. Uh, solid series. I uh, would recommend still. There's some really cool moments that pretty iconic Shonen moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much it for me. The animation definitely like still holds up to this day, so you're gonna have a good time. It's gonna look even better because Aniplex got the got the rights, and to they'll it. charge oh, you boy. three times the amount of normal price. They announced the Demon Slayer Blu-ray, and they're like, "Yeah, Funimation has teamed up to bring a limited edition and a standard edition of Demon Slayer. Limited edition of the first half of the series will be 120 dollars." But don't worry, the standard edition is only 60 So if you want Demon Slayer Part 1 and 2, 
from Aniplex via Funimation. It'll only cost you 120 for the whole series. That's a deal. <sighs> sure. But merchandise and stuff, merchandise and stuff is is its own thing. Um, with that, I hope everyone kind of enjoyed and understood some of the stuff we were saying about Bleach. Like Saeed said, not a bad series at all. It's just the numbers and the ratings and the reception behind it were kind of what signaled the change away from pure battle manga to the more slice-of-life or expanded world series that incorporate battle manga aspects into it. Uh, in that regard, Bleach is kind of the final vanguard of the pure, simple, mindless, fun series that used to be so rampant in the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Still a good series. Still one of the quote-unquote big three, even though it's not Ichigo's not on the Jump Force statue, like I said. Ooh. So, like, is he really part of the big three? Like, I don't even know. Ooh. Um, but next episode is going to be full of spoilers, all of the good, all of the bad. If you've seen Bleach, if you've read Bleach, that is where you're going to want to go next week for our true, like, unadulterated, unfiltered opinions. Yeah. Just know that wrapping this up, good series we might have clowned on it a little bit but when comparing it to the two it's definitely the older feeling of the series tune in next week for a lot more detail on what that means my name was wes stay safe out there you guys know what to hit them with to be continued bebop don't stop peace